Grab your mug and take a chug He's about to spill the tea Saucy chatter on subject matter It's just between you and me Sit on back and hear him yak It's gossip to a tea It's cup of joe Cup of joe Hey everyone, welcome back to Cup of Joe, a podcast about all things I'm obsessed with, from Real Housewives to RuPaul's Drag Race and so much more. Plus, the candid celebrity interviews you won't find anywhere else. I'm your host, Joe Drake, and this week I am so excited to welcome someone I have been secretly admiring over on Instagram for quite some time. He is absolutely hilarious, and you should all follow him immediately. Please welcome to the Cup of Joe podcast, Tommy Doe. Hi. Hi. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I was just giggling because you just said like candid celebrity <laughs> interviews um, and the fact that you, I'm not, a, I'm just a person with Wi-Fi. So I am not. In <laughs> you, you are a person with Wi-Fi that somehow became a celebrity in my eyes. That's very nice. Thank, that's, thank you. Because guess what? All we need is a Wi-Fi connection. Truly. Truly. The, all, we, all we need is a Starbucks. The rest, need... the rest is up to us. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So you were just telling me before we got started that you are hanging in Florida? Yes. I, um, I'm visiting my parents. Uh, they recently relocated from Massachusetts to Florida. Um, they were, they just retired. They were both engineers and now they, um, along the way were like flipping houses as a hobby. And now, so now they're here down here doing that full time. So I decided to come down and just pay a visit. I haven't seen them in a few months. So I was just like, wanted to catch up and see what's up and totally. I just did that. I, I went home to Michigan after my vaccination to, Cause I didn't go home for Christmas. So I need to like right. post vaccinate, you know, see people and get back to that. Did you grow up in Massachusetts? Uh, yes. Yeah, I did. Um, I grew up 40 minutes South of Boston um, uh, in a little town called Sharon, a little, oh. yeah. Near oh. Foxborough where the Patriots play. Okay. Um, yeah. That's okay. You already made a sports event. reference. I, 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 <laughs> we might have to start over. <laughs> I only know sports because I was like next to the, the state, the Gillette stadium. Right. But okay. I don't know how to play football. I just know that it's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. There. Yeah. Um, and the culture, the, like the sports culture in Boston is really, is really intense. So yeah, uh, I, I mean, I don't really know. Yeah. And is that what propelled you out of Massachusetts or what, what happened after that? <laughs> Can we just talk about, okay, let's just talk about, I was thinking about this earlier today, coincidentally, like people are so like, they're so passionate about sports. Yes. Like they're so like people like kill other people, like physically over a team or over a right. team. Right. But like, if we just break it down, you feel connected to um, a team because they practice in the vicinity of where you grew up. Is that the deal? Yes. Like, yeah, you feel, you feel um, interested in one particular team because they, yeah, nearby where you they grew up. Pra- right. But none of those team members are from your area. I, they're all tradable. Right. right. So I'm just confused. <laughs> As to how this works. Wait, have you seen, I'm, I'm assuming you're a fan of Fran Lebowitz. 
I love Fran Lebowitz. I'm not sure if she said it on her Netflix series, which is genius, or if it was on an interview, but something I love that she said about sports was that she's like, all these people get excited after, after their team wins. And they're like, we won, we won. And Fran's like, no, we didn't win. They won. You sat on the couch drinking beer. Right. (laughs) I'm like, that is so true. It's so true. And I, I just, I want to, I mean, it's so fascinating. And I, I don't know, like, I don't know, iconography. I don't know. I don't know how like mob mentality works. I don't know any of those like (laughs) philosophies or anything, but it just feels like you desperately want to belong to a community. So you fabricated Mm -hmm. this idea that this is what you do in order to belong. But if you really break it down, I mean, um, your theories are paper thin as to why you love completely uh, the Patriots. Not that I mean, honestly, love who you love, do what you do, do what makes you happy. Uh, What I'm saying is just don't, um, don't hurt anybody over a lost game. That's <laughs> totally. what I'm trying to preach today. Yeah, listen, to my to all of my listeners that are sports fans, which I think is only my brother-in-law, Brian. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else, I'm not sure. Although, funnily, you bring this up, Tommy, because yesterday I was having little Memorial Day drinks with friends, and uh, one of my friends lives up in Harlem, close to the train station that can get you like right to Yankee stadium. Okay. So we were talking about like fun summer plants. He's like, we should just go to like a baseball game and like do something different. And we were like, Oh yeah, that's a good idea. So like I looked on the schedule and again, I'm from Michigan outside of Detroit. So I'm like, Oh, I want to go when the Yankees are playing the tigers. And my boyfriend was like, does that even matter? (laughs) Like you don't follow the Detroit Tigers. Like no. we can just go and have beer and leave and like whatever. I'm like, but I want to have like wear my Detroit Tigers hat with my Yankees sweatshirt. He's like, I hate you. That <laughs> I think I do that too. Sometimes some like uh, some people just want to go to like a hockey game or something, and I just want to like go in for the experience. Right. And I imagine it's the same kind of conversation that bachelorettes have before they go to a gay bar. Let's just do something um, crazy. Let's do something different. Right. Let's be let's be wild and let's yes. explore what they do. You yes. know what I mean? So I feel Which like that needs to stop. I mean, all are welcome except you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, all are listen. Welcome. Gays are allowed to go to baseball games and hockey games because we act appropriately. I think sure. because we just try sure. to like like blend in. Sure. Bachelorette parties at gay bars do not try to blend in. Yes, yes, there is a. Um, when I will say that when I went to a hockey game, there was a an undertone of fear in my every in every movement that I made. To right. uh, there was a deepening of my voice uh, yeah. when someone said they liked my nail color, and I said, <laughs> and I was like, really a little right. Uh, yes, uh, moving with intrepidation. I think yes, yes. Speaking of, I do. What's going on on your nails today? I love it. They're purple. Uh, here's the thing. I. Uh, I'm so in love with the new Olivia Rodrigo album and I feel like it's already becoming such a stereotype to like her album, but she is such a sensitive, sad girl and I loved it so much. So I bought uh, purple, the same kind of purple that was on her album cover. It's Um, a pretty purple. My best friend, Brian, he also likes to paint his nails purple. I'm going to need to show him this color because this is pretty good okay good i mean it's based off her album and the thing is i'm a little i'm not ashamed of it i'm just a little embarrassed that somebody at my age is um so open in their life that they're willing to accept um i think she's 17 a 17 year old girl so willingly into their life and it's really um like for me 
a little sad. Like I should probably get a life. Well, listen, <laughs> I, I the the driver's license song came out, and I was like, yeah, it's good. I understand why it's this n- huge number one hit, and it's sort of like swept the world. Right. But I didn't necessarily think I was going to be a fan either. Then the album came out, and I'm like, I'm curious because she had such a huge song. I want to hear what it, the rest of the music sounds like. Right. I'm like, this is a brilliant pop album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It. Uh, we were talking. Friends and I were talking recently about how it reminds us of Ashley Simpson's autobiography yes. vibes. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right. It does sound like that. It's very angsty, but yeah, it's very sensitive. The song "Deja Vu" is like so haunting it's like the perfect way to say to somebody like i know you're haunted and then you won't say it because it's not socially acceptable to say it but i know that you're like haunted by this did you fall in love with her because of driver's license or was it like the album i did i did like driver's license but for me it was the album it was um this song um i hope you're okay the last song is really nice love love um i really love deja vu and i mean good for you is good for you i love i think i like good for you better is that's that's the second single yes yeah 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 that i think is probably my favorite in terms of it being like a radio hit as they say sure 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 i'm familiar with radio hits you're familiar you know you're in florida you're probably driving a car right now (laughs) i've i've heard i've listened to the radio i know a lot about radio when did you leave Massachusetts again, did you say? I left when I was 18. Okay. Yeah, I, um, I'm a figure skater. So I was on tour. Uh, I went on tour with High School Musical, the ice tour. Um, I love that. For two years, I did that. And then I went to college in New York. Um, yeah. And then I, I was in New York and I didn't really know what I was doing. And you know, I was just kind of bopping around. Um, and then at some point I decided I wanted to be a comedy writer. So I started doing UCB in LA and stuff like that. Oh, nice. Yeah. So wow. I did like UCB and then I had like a, I, I had like a monthly show at the improv. So. Wow. Yeah. Um, my, talk, to my, talk about myself. I'm so sorry this is boring anymore. <laughs> No, I love it. I, these are the questions I wanted at, or oh, answered. Okay. My my roommate's a former figure skater. Yeah? I mean, yeah. We probably know each other. You probably, well, his name's Michael Dionisio. Oh, I know Michael. Do you? Yeah. Shut Wait, up. He's not home you, right now. Is your roommate? Is your roommate? He's my roommate. Stop. Tell him Tommy says hi. I will. I, I will. I had no, I didn't even tell him you were coming on the podcast, but when he gets home, he's going to die. Okay. Yeah, I know Michael. We, how did I know Michael? We worked together very briefly. I think maybe I'm not proud of this either. I coached in Central Park. Um, oh, that's probably where. Probably. I think yes. that maybe that's where I did meet him. Yeah. I mean, or maybe like just like out Chelsea Piers. Yeah, probably. Because he skates uh, down there a lot still. He did a lot of those like Europe. Um, he's going to kill me for not knowing. What what are they called? Like they're like the big sort of like Vegas shows that are in Europe on ice. Holiday on ice. Holiday on ice. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know Michael. That's so funny. Tell him that is hi. hilarious. I will. Yeah. How is he? This is so. I mean, he's great. Yeah. yeah. Excuse yeah. me, everyone. Stop listening. We're having our own conversation now. <laughs> yeah. How is he? <laughs> Oh my God, that's hilarious. Well, I think I did know that you were a figure skater because only recently because you posted on Instagram, you as Aladdin. And I was like, wait a second. 
I thought this was one of your like famous videos. And I'm like, no, this is actually something. <laughs> yeah, I, I was lucky enough to portray Aladdin this year during, during um, we t- I toured this year. I, Did you I, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if I can, talk. I guess I can. It's not a secret. Um, it's like, <laughs> I don't know how like proud I am. I mean, I'm very thankful and mm-hmm. grateful that someone paid me and gave me health insurance during this awful time. Um, but on the flip side, we were encouraging people to gather. So like the so, social responsibility, right. it's really, it's heavy on my it's shoulders. He- right, I bet. <laughs> Was it in the United States? Yeah, we toured in like mostly, we toured in like Texas and okay. in, um Nebraska, I don't know, and Kansas City. We yeah, we toured we toured a bunch of places. Um, I mean, they they did the the company really did all they could in terms of protocol. Like right. they really um I mean all the seats were separate, everyone was separate, right? Everyone was tested like aggressively every week. Like we got COVID tests like every other day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were aggressively tested. Um, and then like the I mean, it was very strict. Um, but yeah. So have so, you been keeping up your figure skating careers throughout the comedy for your whole yeah. life? Well, okay. So like, this is also something that like, I have to like work on my spin on this. No pun intended. <laughs> um, but I am lucky enough to call figure skating kind of like my day job. Like, I'm, okay. Yeah. So people, uh, I'm lucky enough where people can hire me and I can, you know, do both and it it sounds so weird to say day job though because I feel like people go like oh I work a nine to five and that's my day job and at home then I go do right stand up sets you know what I mean and and I don't and maybe they don't feel like as passionate about their nine to five as I do about figure skating so that's right. why I hesitate to call it a day job um so yeah I mean I, I, I guess like figure skating is like my bread and butter I'm putting air I don't I don't know yeah no it totally makes sense that sounds so weird to say because that makes me sound like I am like a marketing (laughs) agency and like tasting (laughs) is like my bread and butter like I'm not (laughs) no it 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 makes total sense because in my head I thought you were just this brilliantly funny person on Instagram making these brilliant videos and Instagram was paying you millions of dollars to do so the thing is, Instagram does pay you millions of dollars. So for me, <laughs> that is the thing that people don't know about the internet is that Instagram does pay you millions right. of dollars. You get a yeah. dollar per view. So you're like sure. 40,000 per post. Per post. You're basically like Kim Kardashian yes. or on your way to. Yes. So wait, tell everyone how, how would you describe your comedy and what you do on Instagram on a podcast? Like for oh those out, out there listening that don't I know it's I guess your comedy is a, a visual medium so everyone needs to go to Tommy uh, underscore doe right is that, underscore underscore doe I know I know oh, there's two know. you're I, just having to make it so hard it's not by choice I really would love to make it no underscore <laughs> um but we live in a world where people are vicious and is there know. another Tommy doe out in the world that already has your they handle? are holding it hostage and charging. No, I, yeah, they just have it. <laughs> um, yeah, they just have, there's someone with no underscore, there's someone with one underscore. So I am two underscored. And it's honestly humbling. It really is. It, that, that you're like the third. T- yeah, like you can't even have one underscore. They're no. like, nope, try this. I'm Tommy Doe three. So <laughs> um, 
honestly, that's where I belong. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I feel comfortable. Hamido the third. So yeah, what yeah. how would you describe? I don't, oh my God. I just see <laughs> videos online of people in, you know, I think that TikTok was a big one where people started feeling like they sh- can post whatever. And so I just started um, finding videos that, I, I, honestly, this is awful as a log line. And I'm so sorry that anyone just like, you know what I mean? Like when you're in a pitch meeting, they're like, can you explain your movie in one sentence? And I'm just like, um, well, I think they're like, an, 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 and they're like, oh, we're, you're out of the room. They're like, what are you yeah. talking about? Right. So, so one I of my friends that. recently was like, I forget what he asked me, but he's like, give me, it could have been about my podcast or something like, give me the elevator pitch. I'm like, never ask me that question again. <laughs> I don't, I can't know. Like, I will just have to explain it to you and you'll have to sit here and listen to until I'm done with it. <laughs> it's hard to crystallize and explain tone and emotion. Yes. And it's, and it's a sensitive sense. That's a sixth sense. And if you can't explain it, if you can't feel it, I feel sorry for you. Correct. Right. So that being said, though, I think that um, I just find people. I just find videos of people, maybe like cringe-worthy videos. I think maybe yes. that's what I'm looking for, and that's kind of the comedy that or things that make me feel. I don't know. I love uncomfortable awkwardness. That's right. That's like where I gravitate or what I gravitate towards. So I um, look for those videos, and then I try to um, provide my. Um, I guess my joke. So I'll do, I'll find like, there's all these TikTok trends where people feel inclined to maybe um, film themselves shirtless while walking. There's a new one out now. It's like, it's called the hip trend where um, people are like filming themselves um, walking and it's to to show off their like V lines. Uh, Yeah, that's like the whole trend. No, Um, Tommy, I literally go to your, well, yeah, I go to your page to figure out what the trends are because I don't have time yeah. <laughs> for TikTok trends. Um, At- I wish I didn't have time. I'm haunted by them. They just are. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then so I, I'll just, I'll probably take that trend and I'll do it myself and then I'll just like yes and it and just add my joke of right. you know, stuff like that. Do you think that these people that post these videos that you give commentary to, do you think they realize that they're cringeworthy? I don't because I ask myself that often of these people that post things. I'm like, I wonder what they're thinking. You know, I I, I, <laughs> I think about this a lot. I really think about like not just the people posting it, but the people elevating it, the people liking it. Oh, right. That's probably you know? the better question. Yeah. Yeah, because it's really an ecosystem of like, well, we're liking the those posts and we're we're making those posts popular. So people, creators, TikTok creators video content creators believe that that is what you need to do in order to become popular. Um, so then right. they, they follow suit. So then it becomes this like spiral, this, this circle of like, things yeah, that's that, actually a good point. Yeah. It's things of like, I mean, and I explore this as well with like uh, maybe Saudi photos from um, the queer community and like promoting yes. and all of those things. It, it's, it, it is, yes, somebody deciding to post a Saudi photo and where does that come from? But it's also people informing that, that those types of photos are what you need to do in order to gain popularity. Right. So it's really, um, yeah, I, I, I maybe just hope to offer like um, a little bit of a pause of like, or, and, you know, just a little bit of like, why? 
That's all. Why? Yeah. And have some levity to it because you're poking fun, but it doesn't feel like making fun. Like it doesn't feel um, malicious. Right. Which is why I feel like I'm drawn to what you do. I feel like it, it's all in good fun. And and you sort of spotlight the absurdity of some of the things, but never making fun necessarily of the subject. A perfect example would be like the Derek Huff videos that you've been doing lately, which I think are hilarious. Oh, thanks. Like you're not making fun of Derek, but like just the absurdity of the video or like you, like you said, you add you added your joke to it. You, you yes anded the video. Yeah. And like yeah. walk out into the hall and it's like, what's that noise? And like that there therein lies the comedy brilliance. Right. <laughs> I, I hope you're laughing at me. Yes. Um, and not at the person. I don't I don't ever want anyone to feel attacked, you know, and right. I, I, I'm really careful about that. I really because it's people do are sensitive and people really want uh I mean I don't want to make fun of anybody so no I'm hoping to um yeah just provide a little levity and uh maybe provide like insight to like the culture of it all and not just a specific person totally and I think you're doing it brilliantly thank you that's very nice the um I do think going back to the thoughty ones I do think it's funny the 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 shirtless guys that are like pointing to words of like what's healthy for like their dog to eat. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, uh, first of all, I don't have a dog, but if I did, I wouldn't need a TikTok video of a hot shirtless guy telling me what's healthy to feed my dog. Right, right. I mean, I think he's an actual veterinarian. Like that oh, is, okay. Is, and I, and I, but you know, on the flip side of it, there is something to be said about somebody who wants, more attention I don't know him at all I don't know him at all and I don't I can't speak on it but what I imagine if I were um, a licensed professional who I don't think I don't know if I would uh, how do I say this if my practice was struggling then maybe I would get on TikTok to be like yeah true right if we were at like the bottom of the barrel right like I yeah need, I need customers or I need clients so I I guess I would advertise right. but if my practice wasn't struggling I don't understand the incentive of doing that other than this want to be recognized in a public way right um, and there's something to be said about that I I mean whatever right. you might take from that is is up to you but for me it's like why what are you trying to gain because right. it, it it seems like you already have your practice but right i don't know what else actually you want you want to be an actor i don't know if yeah maybe it, right that's, it, that's fine but i don't well you know what else like going back to what you said about like the people liking it and like what those people lifting it up it reminds right. me of I'm a big reality TV fan, specifically Housewives. And like, I always kind of go back to when people talk about like wanting to get famous for whatever. It, it reminds me of like Bethany Frankel's success and people seeing that. It's like she was on a reality show and on one episode talked about a skinny girl margarita and that blew up. And then she like made it into like this huge thing. So right. I do think that there are certain people online that are like, they think they have something that maybe will turn into like fame and fortune. 
sure, 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 sure. But that's not the case for everyone. I feel like it's a one in a million, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh... But I mean, I guess maybe there's there's a reality show out there for a hot veterinarian. I'm I sure think there, there already is. might be a couple on TV. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure there is. So if that's what you want, and that's what you want, you know, and I, I mean. But yeah. the question is, what are what are the guys wanting to show us their V's? Like, what do they want? They just want dick pics in the DMs. Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> like at that point, it's so base. Like you're just showing us your lower abdomen. Right. Yeah, I think that people just want <laughs> validation and maybe that's where they get that validation. And I don't know how, and I'm obviously not a licensed professional, so I don't know how healthy, right. I, don't know, I don't know how healthy that is. Um, and I'm, I'm guilty of it as well. I, mostly when I post things, I, it's, it's, all, it's also self-examination. It's like- Totally. What, no, yeah, what, I'm you know? totally guilty of it yeah. in my own way. Yeah. What sometimes when I'm like, you know, I I I I've posted thoughty photos and I'm but I'm like, what am I getting out of this? What is this really good for me? And right. do these likes feel good? Or no, it's immediate gratification, then it goes away. Is it like McDonald's? I don't know what it is. It's like <laughs> right. you know, you know what I mean? It's so. a McDonald's French fry. It makes you feel good in the moment, and then yeah. an hour later you're like, I'm disgusting. <laughs> I just <laughs> I just feel, yeah, I just feel like it hasn't filled me up in the way that I wanted, like a good meal. So right. I mean, I, I'm trying to fight those urges, regardless of um, maybe what I see the trends are. Yeah. So, yeah. You also, you also do funny videos, though, that aren't necessarily trends. Like you, I think one of my favorite ones was you were Patti LaBelle's cue card guy. Yes. Yeah. 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 Do you have a favorite of yours that you've done? Um, I think I I started redoing like I started doing um reenactments. I wanted to I was playing around with green screens. I do reenactments and like try to copy those take so long. I was just trying to copy this a copy a scene, but um the Romy Michelle one, I think I had the most no, that was... I don't know if you've seen it. I have. Okay. It's I just, and I I thought I was like this must have taken him forever because for those out there listening, he Tommy did a reenactment of the famous dance scene from Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. And correct me if I'm wrong, Tommy, but you played the Alan Cumming role and you also played Lisa Kudrow and Mira Sorvino. I played all three, yeah. So, and so did you had to do all you had to like dance as Lisa by yourself and then mm-hmm. do Alan. I had to learn three separate dances. <laughs> Stop. Um, and I was on tour. So I was, I like um, got a room at like, I don't even know where we were. Like in, oh, we were in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And I got a room in Green Bay, Wisconsin and like, a, like a, in a hospitality room or something. And I just put up some green screens and danced in there for like, I don't know, 14, <laughs> 15 hours. No. Um, yeah. And I was like, li- like learning. I learned three separate dances. I had to figure out, because they like weave in, in and out of each other. So I did like figure out like how to do that and post like how would I would do that with like angles and stuff like that. Um, right. So yeah, it really took some kind of a mental gymnastics, if you will. I, I would have loved to have walked by that hospitality room in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and been like, what is that guy doing in there? All of my <laughs> castmates think I'm crazy. Like, so that was going to be my next question. <laughs> I, well, everyone carries two bags on tour, and usually it's like one, they're all like clothes, or like one bag is like kitchen utensils and stuff like that. But my uh-huh. bags are 
like one is just like clothes and the other one's like wigs and um shoes and props and oh for for your screens for right like, yeah so wow and do, do, you have to have some of them help you yes because i'm assuming there's a sometimes there's a few people that yes. need to like throw in a prop or do whatever they need to do yes yes, yes they're very they're very supportive all of the people on tour they're very nice and when they're le- when i ask to help they're more than happy to help and it's really very nice of them <laughs> Going back to the Romy Michelle one, though, I I think I saw Mira Sorvino commented. Yes, and now she's following me. Um, oh. I do not know what I have to offer to Mira. I'm a. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what I. Well, apparently you have a lot to offer. I'm a huge fan. I mean, love thank her. you. I am. Very, I I. Uh, but when she followed me, I was like, oh well, um, this might be it in terms of like what you can relate to. Um, yeah, this is peak level. Of, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> this is yeah. This is. I mean, this is my love letter to you, but the, the letter ends. So I don't <laughs> right. know um, what else I could say. Uh, you know, but thank you. hi, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Would you work with celebrities? Because now that I'm assuming that you have some of uh, the attention of some, like you should do something with Mira, maybe. Yeah, I. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not strategic in any way. Like, I feel like okay. people have, like, a plan, and they're like, this is how I'm going to get from, like, oh. I'm just, a, you Do, know what I mean? I'm not, right. I'm not, I'm not interested in, um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. No, I know, what, I, I know what, I know what, I know what you're saying, though. Yeah. You're just sort of, like, doing it to day-to-day as, like, fun, but you don't have some sort of, like, genius, like, plan to, like, find the ladders of Hollywood. Sure. I'm not interested in um, being an internet personality, even though I, I kind of, I, I don't know. You do, I know, like you said, yeah, you've segued into it accidentally, but it's not like you had a master plan of like, I'm going to become social media famous by doing this. Yeah, yeah you yeah, just, that, right. That doesn't really interest me. I'm just trying to like, I just want to have fun and I want everyone to have fun and I want you to go to my page and laugh and, right. uh, and, and, and comment. And like, if you liked it, just say like, I liked it. And so I can tell, I can see what you like and I want to just like keep hanging out with everybody. Right. I'm not really interested in like um, partnering up with, you know, Smirnoff. Right. Hashtag add this pride drink absolute vodka. <laughs> this pride, yeah. This I love stepping out with absolute. I'm like, do you, baby girl? <laughs> do you, do you, baby girl? Because it's not cute on you. From where I'm sitting, yeah. I'm I'm not really interested in that. I mean, yeah. I mean, again, I I don't want to close any doors, but also, right. I, I don't have the personality to fill those shoes. I really right. Do you prefer um? writing over performing um you know i am a i do feel yes i do feel more connected to writing i um i i performing is part of my i guess expression if if but i have to call myself i'm a funny person online so but i'm not a comedian like i i don't i feel like a clown but i'm not like a stand-up comic by any means like right you know that's a separate world i was just talking to family about this i'm like yeah stand-up comedy and um get like we were talking about all the different like those are two different things right improv stand like telling jokes and just sort of being being funny 
two yeah. different things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I'm more, I'm just more video based anyway. So I think right. uh, it's hard for me to get up on stage and set up a world verbally and for you to feel the satisfaction of the, you know, the end result of that. It would yeah. be different, a different experience for you than for to me to make a video for you to watch it. Right. So I think that I really hesitate to call myself a comedian. Um, and an actor, I, I, do feel like I can act, but I also am in one, like I have one note. Like every, every <laughs> audition, every audition I get is just like, he's a bitch. And that's like literally. Like, I guess. Sassy gay. Sassy gay. And he's like a terrible coworker. And he just is like, he gives no, com- <laughs> you know, he's, it's very that. And yes. I'm fine being in that. Um, no, I, I went to school for theater and okay. I realized very quickly that I was that person. Right. Um, like the one notes. I was no Meryl Streep. Let's put it that way. Right. See, but <laughs> at the same time, I felt like my professors in college were like trying to like build my range. I'm like, no, I, can I just not, can I be Sean Hayes? Like, I don't care. I'm not going to the Willie Loman audition. I just want to be sassy gay number four and you know what I mean like that's I'm cool with that career if I am lucky enough to have the same career as Sean Hayes I will call myself a lucky person yes all the range what more range do you want I know right I'm not here to transform and no and the thing is that I think I've been thinking about this I think the reason why people want you to transform is because people aren't making things that have you know what I mean? Like, have tell me if you've ever seen a Brad Pitt transform. Brad yeah. Pitt is Brad Pitt in literally every single thing that he right. does. Why right. am I? Why do I have to fit Willie Loman? Why right. don't he make something that fits? You know what I mean? Absolutely right. So, so that's why that you're being forced to transform is because the mold out there is so exclusively not you, but you're the problem. That's insane. That the is insane. Different. The more right. inclusive of everyone's experience. Right. Ugh, I'm preaching again. You can. Just I stop. love the. I love this. <laughs> the The Church of Tommy Double Underscore no, Doe. No, yeah, I'm. Pre- you can stop me. I had I had cold brew this morning, so I am on Mars. So I apologize. Oh, I love it. You and listeners. <laughs> no, I love it. Everyone should do the cold brew before they come on Cup of Joe. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Are, is there anything that you are obsessed with lately, aside from the Olivia Rodrigo album that um, we should discuss? Because I feel like you, I want to pick your brain of things that you should that recommend. Yeah. Um, you- right now I'm obsessed with Hacks, that show on HBO. Oh, same. I when, love it. When I tell you, I, I am so jealous it's of everybody involved with that show. I, I want so I, jealous I love it so much I love it so much it's, Jean Smart is just did, oh, did she have like an HBO contract because I feel like it's like back to like when Judy Garland had like you know or like they used to sign at like these big movie studios because she's doing she did Watchmen she did Mare of Easttown and she's doing Hacks and right. is having like this most amaz- amazing resurgence moment right yeah, I, she, her, the way that she provides subtlety to a scene and makes you, it just, the confidence that she has yes. is um, really something that I would go to a theater school for. 
if I Absolutely if you can right. guarantee if <laughs> yeah. you can guarantee me that I was going to be able to do that, I would go to. You know Absolutely, I mean? yeah. If you can teach me to act like Jean Smart, I would do it. I would do it. <laughs> yeah, it's so good it. that show. It's so good. The the writing is so great. Um, episode three specifically, when um, I don't even remember Hannah Einbander's um, character. I'm sorry if I butchered her last name. Um, she who, who is Hannah? Into, she's the uh, the younger comic that is the the the, the, the second character. the main yeah. character. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, what is her name in the show? Oh my gosh, names escape me. I'm so like, no. To be honest with you, I don't even know. It's like Jean Smart and her young comic friend, her young yeah. writer friend. I don't know. I forget okay. her name. Naming uh, people like in I'm gonna look party. it up, but you, you can. Do you write? I don't. Well, actually, okay. I do, but not. I wouldn't say I'm a comedy writer. Okay. I, I mean, I think that um, naming people is like a specific gift that people have. It's so hard to like name characters. N- name char- like Valerie right. Cherish is like the perfect name for that character. Absolutely. As is Deborah Vance in Hats. Deborah, it's so that's yes. so correct. That is you know so I mean? correct. Yes. A- and guess what? Hannah's uh the actress's name is hannah and her character's name is ava 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 okay okay there we go great um episode three when ava is going through all of um deborah's videos videos finds the video of deborah like you see like it starts to peel the layer of like her being actually sensitive and really loving her family and that she's actually really hurt and um then it like flashes to her fishing in um her pond yes catching a fish and then feeling sympathy for feeling sympathy feeling empathetic towards the fish and then releasing it yes. is something that like it gives me chills talking about it and listeners uh-huh. you can't see the goosebumps on my arms however <laughs> i have them i can um, see them yeah they're raised <laughs> they're raised honey baby they're skyscraper demi lovato okay <laughs> they are high so like the chills that i even when I even think about that scene, the empathy of that scene, like, and then the, the close out the music is yeah. so like, I haven't seen TV like that or felt that way about TV. I think since girls season one, like the yes. way that I, the, <clears throat> I, you know what? I think a lot of TV that I watch, maybe it's just my fault. It's missing humanity. It's missing a little bit of like, uh, emotion a little bit of like a, a little emotion just because I think that it's I mean you know everything's so fast so everyone yes to do, like the biggest explosion right so it's right hard to find like um a space where there can be subtlety and there can be um dips in 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 quickness yes um, but that was a that was a great moment so if you're not watching hacks you should no everyone needs to watch hacks it's funny that you bring that up because the those are the moments in the show that I'm obsessed with the most is Gene Smart sort of silently reacting to something that she may be observing or like the fish scene or, you know, when she walks in on Ava watching the videos. Right. And she's just staring at it. I'm like, right. Damn. I love Jean smart. Yeah. She, I mean, the way that she's able to express that she is scared to be vulnerable is right. It's such a human thing. It really is such a human thing to be like, okay, what, what defenses do I have up and why, you know? And yes, that she's able to kind of express that or show that is yeah. fabulous. I love it. Yeah. It's so good. 
<laughs> what um I'm also realizing that we are recording this on the first day of Pride Month. Oh my god, happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, Tommy. Do you have do you, any how do I celebrate Pride? How do you celebrate Pride? Well, actually, how do you I will celebrate Pride um <laughs> by vodka. <laughs> yeah. Uh by this absolute vodka. No. Oh my um god. I will say speaking of suggesting things to watch, I do want to tell everyone listening that the FX has done a series of Pride documentaries. I don't know okay. if you've seen Tommy, but I just started watching and they're streaming on Hulu. Okay. And it sounds stereotypical to like, go watch this documentary about Pride. But I, I love this one in particular because they're taking each episode by decade and starting in the oh, 50s. Wow. Okay. And going through till now. But the thing that I love most about it is they're shining a spotlight on the people that haven't been given the spotlight before like it's not just about and all due respect to like the Larry Kramers and those sorts of like forces that every or the Harvey Milks that everyone knows about but they're like shining a spotlight on like um the names escape me right now because they're so like well because they're so like I've never heard about them before and I'm right, a 34 right, 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 you know right, what right. I mean like I'm being educated let's put right, it that right, way right, right, so right. I think everyone needs to go and watch them because it's like oh who is that person and like what did they really do for the community and why why do people like me not even know about it you know and yes, if I don't know yes, about it like yeah. some lady in you know, Des Moines, know Iowa, they don't know either. Right. They don't but know. everyone should go watch them. It's really, really good. It's, and I think I saw it. It's on my, it's Pride on Hulu, right? It's like a, it's yes. Like, I think yeah, it's just called Pride. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's how I've started my Pride on June that's 1st, 2021. That's exciting. That's a great way to start Pride. Yes. What are you doing? Uh, drinking absolute vodka. Um, <laughs> is that joke old? I'm sorry. No, it's great. I think we can continue it all month. Maybe you'll get sponsored. Are you sponsored? I'm not sponsored yet. Oh, well, I mean, get in there, girl, girl. I know, I want to. I'm trying. What are you shooting for? What was was your, like, absolute, instead of vodka, what what is your, like, go-to sponsor that you would die to get? Is that a weird question? I don't know. No, it's not, because uh, the answer is I don't know, and I don't really care, but the one thing I, you know the coffee shop Joe? Yes. I'm not sure if I have to cut this out, but I, um, they have, like, a lot of, coffee shops here in the city and my podcast is called cup of joe right and i feel like they're like gay ish right so i reached out to the owner they're in greenwich village right yes like on the corner of gay and literally the west village Yeah. yeah um so i thought like i just want something cute like that like i don't need to be sponsored by absolute vodka but if like an independent coffee shop named joe would like partner with me like that would be cute and that yeah. would be ideal for me that would be great but anyway they they said the like their the co-owner was like we don't do any of those type of things but he oh. was very nice about it okay good yeah. well you know um <laughs> well that means starbucks can slide right in i, I was mean, gonna say so now i went to starbucks yeah yeah and uh they're getting back to me great exciting <laughs> thrilled fingers crossed for you fingers and toes i'm very very excited do you have any, uh, aside from Pride, do you have any cute summer plans? Because this summer is going to be it's, something ooh, different. Ooh, when <laughs> I tell you, when, I don't know if this is TMI, but I, I might be in New York, actually. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm waiting on a call. From Starbucks. Hello. Hello. Mr. President. 
<laughs> Joe Biden. Um, I, uh, but this might be TMI, but literally the second that the heat hits in New York, there's something about it that makes me uncontrollably horny. I don't know what it is, but oh, feels- you and all the other human beings in New York. I wouldn't even say gay men because I feel like the straight girls I know say that. It's like I'm being cooked, and then I'm and now I need to and now I need to come. It's really <laughs> wild. It is. I don't know what it is. It's just maybe it's just the buildings. <laughs> it's the buildings. It's also we go through like especially this past winter needless to say was like so dark and depressing that like that happens year round because we have hot summers but we also have really cold winters as I'm sure everyone out there knows right so then the summer hits especially now that everyone hopefully is vaccinated and it's just like the heat comes and people just start acting a fool yeah the (laughs) roaring 20s baby literally it's a renaissance renaissance (laughs) and then the rest of the summer i don't know we'll just play it by ear i'll probably just be i'll probably be in la at some point i'll probably be in new york at some point maybe singapore um wow no i'm just kidding i don't know (laughs) wait so where is home base since you were Um, yeah um, probably magic kingdom in your aladdin costume yes probably um home base is la okay but my sister lives in new york so oh great yeah she lives in brooklyn baby um yeah so i'll probably be there too well when you come to new york this summer we must absolutely hang out yeah 100 percent. you and me you me and michael Yes, and Mike, yeah, come over to our apartment. Where's, when's Michael coming home? I really want to say hi to Michael. I don't know. I know. There, yeah, just let's make this like a three hour podcast and we'll just wait for wait, Michael to come home. We, how long are we going already? We're at 51. Oh, Jesus. I'm no, so... no, this is great because all of my episodes are around an hour. Oh, perfect. Okay. Um, no, Michael's going to shit when I tell him. Oh, my God. I'm actually wondering if Michael told me about you and that's why I followed you on Instagram. And here we are recording this because I'm not, I'm not sure of the origin story of how I like came to know who you were. I will say though, when people, um, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how this is going to be perceived. I don't know how any of this is perceived. Just so you know, um, it's perceived lo- lovely and genuine. Uh, that's very okay. That's yes. all I freaking okay. Sorry, I just I almost <laughs> when you said lovely and genuine, I almost like swore at you and like was like showed my aggressive side. I um. <laughs> I just want when I I like when I can see like um, like a group of friends also uh-huh. on time say like like I can see like a pop like if it's like a like maybe four or five people and they're they're all friends with each other I can see when I've entered a group text does that make sense ah uh, yes yeah and I don't want to be shady like I don't really want to like I don't want to like you to I don't want to I don't want me to bash some person that you've been secretly hating and then you're like oh Tommy got them I don't want to be that person (laughs) I can see when it's happening and I'm like oh no oh no I've entered a group and now they're talking about maybe the person that I'm yeah or something like that no I totally get it yeah what a you know I don't know is that relatable content I don't know yeah it is Hello. Yeah. I I don't I don't hang out with anyone that you would parody. No one I hang out with is cringeworthy. That's well, amazing. Ex- well, except Michael. for all of my yeah, I was gonna say except for Michael. <laughs> all right. Well, I I so appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Truly. I slid into your DM. Actually, I didn't slide into the DM. I I, I sent a proper email. 
You really and did. A, and I was like, hello, Thomas. Would you like to come on my podcast? No. <laughs> no, you were so proper though. You emailed me like it wasn't me. You were like, um, Oh yeah, I did. I thought I was talking to like a rap. Yeah. Okay. No, that's actually that's like my other email. I do have yeah. You can email me. Anyone can email me. I that's again. I laughed when you said celebrity because I was like, LOL, like my <laughs> Gmail is out there. <laughs> no, I think you you said it best at the beginning of this podcast that you're just a guy with Wi-Fi. And what more could we ask for in 2021? You know, that's all you need. I'm just a person with a Wi-Fi. I have a $50 tripod that I got as a gift. So those are my <laughs> so, materials. Right. Um, I'm really low tech. Um, kind of person I'm looking to elevate I guess but I don't know I'm just trying to have fun. no keep it low budge yeah I'm just trying to have fun I don't yeah know. yeah I hope you're having fun too That's all. I'm having a great time thank you so much for coming on everyone go follow Tommy double underscore doe on Instagram and when you come to New York we're hanging out yeah what would we do Ritz the Ritz oh absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure what we'll do, but we won't be going to the Ritz. I'm not what? even sure. Actually, I think it's still open. I think the Ritz is still open. I think um, maybe uh, therapy is gone. It's unfortunately. not, unfortunately. It's not gone. We what we will do is we will. Ha- Michael and I have like a little roof. Okay, amazing. Where do you guys little, live? You little tw- tell, you can, we can tell it's offline. When, when oh, Hell's Kitchen, Hell's, everyone. You live in Hell's Kitchen. Amazing. Yeah, so so stereotypical. And we have just like this little mini private roof. We'll hang out up there. Oh, fun! Do you go out? Like where? I mean, I mean, before COVID, did you? Where did you go usually? Everywhere. 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 That's you know what <clears> I gotta say. I lived in Lower East Side, but I would love going to Hell's Kitchen and just like doing like flaming saddles. Oh yeah, you have to. That's so fun. I, I mean, it's stereotypical, but it's it's so fun, and I like being in the center of Manhattan. I just feel like properly located. <laughs> if that makes sense. No, I hear you. I hear you right loud and clear. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great Thank time in Florida, you. and let me know when you come up here. Okay. I will. I will. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.